Hi guys, I'm Rich, one half of Beard and Bear. This is a message recorded on the 19th of June 2020. Due to ongoing revelations in the wrestling industry regarding currently emerging accusations against a number of UK independent WWE, NJPW and AEW wrestlers, we have felt compelled to affix this message to the start of our archived content. We have chosen to keep our archive content as is, for the purposes of transparency. Please be aware that discussions about wrestlers currently embroiled in the ongoing Britress abuse scandal were recorded before these revelations came to light. If you wish to hear our views on these accusations before you continue to listen to our archived content, please feel free to search for hashtag speaking out on our anchor.fm forward slash jfabe profile. In addition, on the back of recent protests and the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone should, we have checked our privileges in context of what we have learned, particularly regarding sensitivity and microaggressions. I have discussed our past content with multiple people of various different races, creeds, religions, sexualities, genders um, from across our society, and feel some of it may not best reflect our views as they are currently held. However, This podcast has been left as it was originally released. Some opinions are kayfabe and are given by parody characters or personas that do not reflect the present views of Rich or Jay or the actors portraying them. Listener discretion is advised. Everything you hear from this point on is what was released on the original day of publishing. Thank you very much. Hey everybody, it's me, Rich. Um, we split up this episode because it was much easier for people to digest if we split it up, as it was a full-on two-and-a-half-hour affair. So what we instead did was decided to do our first half of that episode. That was Worlds Collide. We did that last yesterday. Um, we've released this a day late, um, but it is our Royal Rumble breakdown, um, and it is a much more palatable size of about an hour and a half, about 90 minutes um, it should get you through that morning and evening commute if you just decide to hit pause as you go to work, get you nice and sorted. So, other than that, I am available at not a time duke that is on Twitter. Jay is available at I am not a robot that is also on Twitter. Make sure that the O's are zeros in the word robot because Jay wants to make it easy for everybody and really easy for me to say that a hundred times every time I record a Kim podcast. Um, please rate and subscribe. That is on Anchor, Spotify, you know, just wherever you found us. Um, it really does mean a lot when you do. Um, send us your feedback, good or bad. Don't really mind anything you've got to say. Of course, you can always direct it to the JFabe Twitter account as well. That is at JFabe Podcast. J F A B E. See you on the other side. Nigel's log. It's been two weeks since I landed on the Full Sail Peninsula. Still not quite sure when I am, but I can tell it's been a few years since the Battle of 316 it has. Best guesstimate is it's the 2300s. And last week, Jarl Black, the leader of these ear lands, he helped me find out who I was. I used to be Jesse Ventura, see? But I was a time duke, and after a kerfuffle that's too long to mention here, I became Nigel McGuinness when I rejuvenated. That's a trick time dukes do, you see. It's not like dying, it's more like tagging out. 
been a right mess though. See, I've been having trouble with my memories for quite a while. It's a right old dance around the maypole it is. See, I remember the events before I rejuvenated. But it's like a story. A story in me head, in the old noggin. Can't quite tell what's real and what's not, I can't. Because it's like someone's still writing on the old pages. And I can't get any answers from the retardist because I can't find the key. The deeds to my robot body shop emporium are in there. Still, Nigel McGuinness's robot body shop emporium doesn't really have the same kind of ring to it, does it? There's this ever so kind, totally not evil guy. His name's The Seeker. He said he's put a good word in for me. Upstairs. Wherever that is. Still, there's one thing I don't really understand about this time. See, there are people here. My memory's out of order, but I know in my gut, some of these people, they were alive 300 years ago. Not now. Not here. I think I need to investigate and find answers. Luckily, the Seeker says there's a ceremony that I'm just in time for. There's a lot of people coming. The time has come. <laughs> Corey loves the call-up ceremony. Twice a year from a boy on his throne above this earth. The King of Kings smashes his mythical sledgehammer. And with a flash of light, we find out who ascends off this mortal blade of Midgard across the magical bridge of Bifox into the land of Mainroster. <laughs> Where the gods do battle for their spot in the Hall of Fame. His hammer creates waves across this world in the sky from the land of the high elves <laughs> in Naki's garden to the caves of the dwarfs the rings of honor to the future seers of Veneer that is progress to the land of the forgotten the jackal's playground to the studio of the giants the Resurrected Alliance! All must answer the call of the King of Kings! <laughs> Except one! The hammer! It strikes! The land of the Nightmare Child! Where the hammer and Triple H cannot touch! The new and final realm of the elites. Cool, blimey. What's going on? I can feel my hands tingling, I can. This has to be some kind of transporter array. We are being chosen, brother. Nigel McGuinness and myself, Yarl Alistair Black. When the King of King calls, we must follow the light. Tommy, don't go. Alice 
Mr. Black and Nigel McGuinness have been summoned. Rejoice! I guess he won't be needing this retardus anymore. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming! <laughs> Show and light. We've reached the main event. It's time for us to talk about the Royal Rumble. Jay, how are you feeling? Well, good, mate. You? Mate, I am feeling good. You could say I'm feeling pumped up. It's my favourite pay-per-view of the year. If anything, you could say that. <laughs> I don't woot very often, but I really wanted to woot there. <laughs> are, you, are you ready to rumble, Rich? Are you ready? I am rumble? ready to fucking rumble, mate. Um, usually, I am not this pumped up to do a podcast about a WWE product. Um, but this year, WWE did the unthinkable and actually put together... the bag. Yeah, put together a decent Royal Rumble. Mind blown. Yeah. Um, let's get started with this. Um, what were we expecting going into this event? For it to be absolutely shite, like normal. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, very much so. Very, very much so. But it wasn't. It was... It wasn't... I, see, I've I've kind of played with this idea. I'm trying to work out if my issue is that like this is like WWE achieving a passable Royal Rumble, and we're all saying that it was great because it was a passable Royal Rumble, or whether this was actually an objectively good event. I, I'm sure only time will tell, but there wasn't a moment wasted, at least not on the main card, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I mean, the first match was pretty terrible. <laughs> but it did the job. I mean, maybe it didn't need to be 21 minutes and 20 seconds. No. <laughs> I think we can both probably agree to that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the crowd would have really enjoyed not seeing the match. Um, Apart from the ones on the dugout, they had a great time. Yeah, I mean, there was there was that element. It was a false count anywhere match. Um, I mean, first off, many people have said that the pre-show matches were really good, um, and I feel I'd be doing the performance a disservice if we didn't at least mention them. Although neither of us actually watched them, we got we caught the end of the second match. The first match was Sheamus versus Shorty G. Um, So Shorty G has finally established himself um, as what he was meant to be, according to Vince McMahon. He is now the perfect jobber, um, which must be good for Shorty G, because at least he's getting on TV. Um, 
Seamus, his return, his historic return. Historic. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't say historic, but yeah, sure, you're on the pre-show. It's your first match back. Welcome back, mate. Yeah, welcome back, mate. Carry on, carry on punching that time card. Um, Andrade with Zelina Vega versus Umberto Carrillo for the WWE United States Championship, um, a championship which has now taken the place of the Cruiserweight Championship in that it's the pre-show championship. Um, these guys are great at what they do. Um, the match seemed perfectly serviceable for what it was. Um, yeah, still haven't gone back to watch that yet. <laughs> Well, that uh, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. So, not much to say about that. Um, where do you think these four stars will be come WrestleMania time? Do you see a spot on the main on the card of cards, the showcase of the Immortals, the big cheesy for any of these guys? Yeah. Um I would like to put my pick in early. Shorty G to win the Andre the ba- Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, but it's very Vince McMahon, isn't it? That is an idea. Yeah, I think I think Jay agrees. I think Jay is quietly agreeing. Um, yeah, Jay is currently disconnected, which is a shame because that was the most. This is this is the bit that we've both been waiting to do. Um, so moving forward, hi, I'm back. Uh, there he is. So as I was saying, um, it'd be a very Vince McMahon thing to do, wouldn't it? Shorty G winning. Um, yeah, I guess so. I see Seamus more winning it as soon as he's just come back. Yeah, but I saw Seamus as making some kind of debut beyond being on the pre-show after coming back and beyond it. the pre-show. That's it. That's it. Now he's just back, back in the old rotation, wasn't just just swirling around. That yeah, wasn't even in the Royal Rumble. Cesaro got in the Royal Rumble. Maybe that Sheamus could have been number nine and been eliminated by Brock Lesnar if he hadn't have been so injury prone. <laughs> Ouch! I am I am firing on all cylinders tonight. Roman Reigns, King Corbin, Falls Count Anywhere match opening the show proper. Twenty-one minutes twenty seconds. Jay, what are your thoughts on this? Where everyone who was going to come out, so we got Robert Roode, and we have Dolph Ziggler, and we have the Usos, obviously going to come out, make it kind of like a three-way match, spills off mm. to a singles again. We had a portal incident, which was on wheels, which was really stupid. Yeah, I mean they they go to this portaloo. Um, there's a row of portaloos behind the sound stage, just off from hard cam, which is where they end up where they end up fighting. Um, I they the go up to. It's, it's not, no, no, it's, there's no, yeah, it was there's nothing too notable yeah. about any of it. 
Um, but they go to this fucking portaloo. It is completely segregated from the other portaloos. There's like three portaloos all in a row, and then this one's just clearly been shoved on the end. It's on wheels. Um, it's clearly been wheeled up literally as they approach um, by two stagehands. Um, he throws Baron Corbin into it, tips over the portaloo. Um, the epileptics in the truck... Um, no, that's, a, that's an unfair thing to say. Um, the trigger-happy motherfuckers in the truck um, jump to numerous pictures of the audience. Suddenly doesn't if you mention it after I've corrected myself so I can't edit it out, Jay. Uh, um, yeah, the, no, I suppose the epileptic editing techniques. I mean, it, did you notice the jarringness of the editing techniques throughout this piece? There are about 16 cuts per second at one point. Um, and seriously, you couldn't show it on Japanese television um, because, you know, it'd be like another Pokemon. It was ridiculous, mate. Um, but anyway, when it finally cuts back, Baron Corbin is lying outside of this porter, John, completely clean. He's a bit wet. A little bit wet, but he's not covered in shit or chemical blue stuff. That could have been like water inside. No one runs a portaloo at an event of that size and just puts water in it. Oh no, that I would mean, stink. Like a of water in, inside portaloo. Yeah, yeah, could have been, and the entire thing was empty. Otherwise, I it was it was a bit of a long and boring match. It was a long and boring spot. Towards the very end, um, they ended up doing a Roman thingy on a, what's it, um, the dugout. So the dugout, the um, Superman punch wasn't there, and then that led to yeah. the spear, which led to the three count, which led to Roman Reigns winning. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing really to mention about this, the crowd seemed quite behind Roman Reigns. I think, to be honest, they were just happy to see a fight devolve into that um, that early on, because of course you would be, especially after you sat through um, fucking an hour's worth of hype and probably queued since about six hours earlier. Um, it was long. It was overly long for what it was. It was slightly boring. Um, they said Minute Maid Park about 700 times so that they got their quota in. Pretty pretty nothing. It was, This was the popcorn match. Right at the beginning. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good. To be fair, after they got that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, we got the Women's Royal Rumble, um, which was exciting um, overall. Shall we go through each person, talk about them? Yeah, sure. Um, started off with 1 and 2, Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Um, they were got the 1 spot and the 2 spot. Um, Alexa Bliss, what are your thoughts? I like Alexa Bliss. I yeah. think she's got all the tools, really. Uh, I know you might think differently. Um, when you put her into a solid main, main event kind of scene, she she's really good at promos. She's really good at wrestling. And when she went to NXT, I didn't think she was... When she put it to the main roster from NXT, I didn't think she was ready at all. People mm. have a tendency to prove me wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, my thoughts on Alexa Bliss are that... She's... She's just a little bit meh. There are better women than her on the roster, and I, I she would be the perfect 
she would actually be the perfect justification for a mid-card woman's title. Okay. That's where you'd place A Diva it. Continental Championship. Diva yeah, Continental. that's where I would place... Yeah, that's where I would place her. Um, the other one could be the Knockouts Championship when they um, when they finally buy TNA for the back catalogue. Um, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair, sky's the limit for her. Fuck yeah. Um, most eliminations... Well, se- joint most eliminations in this entire match. Um, Bianca Belair lasted 33 minutes and 20 seconds, being the longest lasting person in this match. The NXT superstar um, fucking killed it. Yep. Like, what else can you say? Um, she lasted 33 minutes, 20 seconds. She was eliminated by Charlotte Flair. She was eight, eight people got eliminated by her directly really good showing she's really this is her is it her first Royal Rumble I think it is uh yeah yeah, yeah it is her first Royal she Rumble she's a standout star obviously from the NXT lot but yeah mm. to say she's not been wrestling that long and to go into a Royal Rumble match and to be able to produce that kind of high caliber um wrestling with, within a Royal Rumble environment mm. what else can you say about Bianca Belair apart from giving her the title yeah, give her the fucking title. Give her a, any title. Don't fucking matter. She could take any of them at this stage. Um, the fact that she was eliminated by Charlotte Flair, I think, um, kind of sets us up for um, something. I'm just not sure when they'll do it. Um, it's certainly not a WrestleMania event. Um, I can't imagine because we all know what that's going to be. But I, I could see that happening. Um, Mighty Molly was number three. Mighty Molly came out, did a yep. little walk, came in, did a Mighty Molly thing. Don't know why she did a pose on the ropes when there was two people standing in the ring. They could have just pushed her over and she'd been out straight away. I think she was just just enjoying a moment, really, wasn't she? Clearly, but there's a time and a place. <laughs> like I guess when she, <laughs> yeah, the human no, moment, I get you. Don't want to stand on the second rope and have two people that could clearly just throw you out, look at you. As you're doing it, mm. yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, when she came out, I said that that means that the hurricane is going to be in the men's Royal Rumble. I am glad to have been proven wrong. Um, she lasted ten minutes twenty-one seconds, eliminating no one. Um, was eliminated by Bianca Belair. Nikki Cross. Um, she came in fourth. Um, she was eliminated fifth. She lasted 15 minutes and 8 seconds. Um, thoughts on Nikki Cross going into WrestleMania? Are we going to see her on WWE TV before May at this stage? <laughs> um, I mean, we've got the whole best friends going off with Alexa Bliss. They're doing the hook now. so. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you probably will. There's probably going to be some kind of multi-women's tag team match for the women's tag team championships, I would assume. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I reckon she'll be in that. Was her um, was her showing here anything to write home about? No, anything in particular really. you want to say? Lana. Um, she was in at number five. Um, she lasted two minutes and 29 seconds. Um, she was eliminated by number seven, Liv Morgan. She did some wrestling. She did do some wrestling. She, did, she tried she some wrestling. She did wrestling. the wrestling, and it was all right. 
looking looking too bad. It's not too bad. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't like she's match, she can hit some moves. Yeah, I think she's learning. Um, anything to say about Lana at this stage? She's been she's been doing the most stereotypical eighties wrestling role she possibly could be doing for the last kind of six months. Um, obviously, it's worked. And not enjoying it. Yeah. Nothing to really say about this Raw Superstar, is there? Um, Mercedes Martinez um, for NXT came out after that. Um, she was eliminated by Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Lasted 8 minutes, 14 seconds. Anything to say about Mercedes Martinez? Uh, Mercedes Martinez. Um, hopefully she has a good NXT career. But her showing wasn't that great yeah. in the Royal Rumble. Um, but she is definitely a fucking awesome wrestler. Wasn't amazing, but I mean, she's wrestled for Shimmer. She's, you know, she's clearly a lot of people were very happy to see her. Um, can't blame them. Um, no, but she got a reaction on Twitter, and that's the only thing that matters nowadays. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> most uh, most everyone else didn't know who the fuck she was. Um, <laughs> Liv Morgan um, appeared at number seven. She was eliminated by Lana. They both kind of toppled over the top ropes. She lasted 44 seconds. Um, Liv Morgan pushed uh, Lana off. Lana stayed on the outside. Uh, Mercedes Martinez kicked uh, Liv Morgan in the face. Uh, somehow went over the ropes, but then she she kicked or did something to Mercedes Martinez. Can't remember what. She went to go to the top rope where Lana pulled her off. Hmm. Liv Morgan is one of well, she is one of the fourteen blonde women with straight hair, blonde white women with straight yeah, hair who like appeared in this match. Woman, I'm like, all right, Rich, <laughs> get your point. Um, <laughs> Mandy Rose. <laughs> 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 she eliminated one person she appeared at number 8 8 minutes 49 seconds eliminated by Bianca Belair um, any thoughts on Amanda Rose Mand- Amanda Rose Sakamano <laughs> uh, there you go good recovery there. Seems, yeah pretty mate uh, she seems to be getting better <laughs> obviously the thing of Otis at the moment it was a really nice save from Otis as he rolled mm-hmm. out the ring underneath the ring yeah that was that was a good moment, especially in a rumble where, um, for reasons we'll later discuss, didn't have a stereotypical Kofi moment. Um, so yeah, no, that was that was clever use of that spot. Um, Otis being Otis, well, I like Otis. Um, you ate him, don't you? Guy, he likes steak and wait and cake. he does like steak with some weight and cake. Yeah. After that, Candice LeRae Gargano from NXT. Um, nine minutes. One second she lasted, um, eliminated again by Bianca Belair. Do you think that they could have done more of Candice LeRae? Well, she is the darling of the indies. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, she, they could have done a lot more. But saying that, she doesn't seem to they be didn't. as talented as, as of half the NXT roster. Yeah, there is that. Um, she, she hasn't really been given the opportunity to show anything has she not really I mean she's had some bloody matches with um, Joey Ryan on the circuit mm. um, that's what I remember okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna run through <laughs> some pe- some names now um, stop me when you've got something to say 
Um, Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville. Number 10. Um, five minutes, 31 seconds. Eliminated one person. Was eliminated by Bianca Belair. Kyrie Sane for Raw. Alexa Bliss eliminated her after five minutes and 22. Mia Yim for NX. Oh, um, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Like, am I healed? Am yeah. I healed? What do I do? Do I march? Do I not march? Am I a pirate? Am I a crazy Japanese lady? I'm not sure. It's like no one's telling her what to be. But she just, no, she Which I find it. hard she to believe. Healing it up at the time, but she doesn't do that. She plays hmm. in the crowd. She still waves at them. <laughs> so, yeah. What are you doing? It's... It is like no one's quite told her how a heel works, isn't it? Yeah, so it doesn't really make sense. She shouldn't be playing up to the crowd in that way. Hmm. No, I can agree with that. Um, Mia Yim. Dana Brooke. Number 14 was Tamina. She had fun. She lasted 39 seconds. <laughs> She was, in. she was eliminated by Bianca Belair. Yep, she was in, she was out, she got a paycheck, she went to the catering. That's fair. <laughs> oh, lay off that catering, Tamina. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, is that fat shaming? <laughs> um, I didn't mean I to. <laughs> Too late, already done it. Um, nah, Tamina's alright. She's just not uh, there for any other reason than to guard the bin <laughs> <laughs> you're going to guard this bin all this catering yeah, yeah. Um, she's just kind of stood there with Bobby Roode waiting for somebody that she's tangentially attached to to get attacked in the arena just wanders off bits of crumb kind of crawling down her face <laughs> somebody yep somebody shouts hey it's Tamina Snooker she shouts back don't use my last name she sounds like Taz. You know, the usual. <laughs> Dakota Kai. Surely they could have done better with Dakota Kai. Well, I mean, if they're going to pro- prolong her I'm kicking everyone's heads in and taking trophies, then yeah, probably should have done. They probably should have done with her and Tegan Knox in the Royal Room, but that didn't work out. Yeah, she was thrown out in 1 minute and 32 seconds, um, which seems really crazy, considering that Tegan Knox, the person she's currently involved in a feud with, didn't appear until number 28. That's just bad planning on WWE's part. Uh, It's almost as if they can't quite remember who's feuding with who on their woman's roster, um, because they're all just blonde women, or brunettes with fists. Chelsea Green... She's she incredible talent, yep. Chelsea Green. Um, yeah, I, I, I have seen a few of Chelsea Green's matches. Um, I rate her. She's quite, you know, she's a, she's come really far since her days in the independent circuit as Jada. Um, she ECCW chick. She's all right. Um, definitely the kind of talent who could go all the way in this type of event, and therefore. She lasted 12 seconds um, and was eliminated by Alexa Bliss. Oh, have you heard... Um, what's his name in this? So what's Chelsea Green's um, 
manager called in this? What's his name? Um. Oh. Um. Robertson. Tony Khan too. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah. Oh. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> Robert, Stone. Robert Stone. Robert Stone. Yeah. So Tony Khan too. Let's move on. yeah that's pretty much what he's what they seem to be going for with him Um, is kind of I reckon he's going to introduce a few more random indie talents um, and they're going to bury him just because they've given him a gimmick that they will automatically want to bury everyone involved with apparently he was doing this gimmick on the indies but there's more noticeable Tony Khan references in it now yeah that sounds about right um Charlotte Flair was next. Um, one of the only people who were <laughs> Charlotte Flair. All right, cool. Yeah, that's that's. Um, I think she's related to someone. I can't remember who. David. Flair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David Flair. That's it. That's it. Uh, famous sister of David Flair, um, and of course, um, wearer of a robe, Charlotte Flair. Um, I was amazed that. Um, she uh, that you know that collar thing that she was wearing on a robe. I was amazed that that didn't you know get caught on some of the rigging when she came out. Um, you know, it was a bit a bit ostentatious. She looked a bit like a space peacock. That's Charlotte. Naomi was after Charlotte. Yes, yeah, she was. Um, Jay, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Naomi? Very, very uh, she lasted twenty two minutes. Very happy to see Naomi. Nice to see you back in the room. I, I'm finding out that you're you're not alone here. Um, she was universally well received by pretty much everybody who's commented on on this event, um, and I like her. I really like her, um, and not for probably not for the same reasons that most other men like her, um, because I'm I, I, my boat don't float that 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 shipping lane, but. Yeah, just really enjoyed her presence. She she's got such personality. Um, the new afro kind of accentuates that. She's clearly gonna have a long career in WWE. The way things are shaping up. Um, yeah, and yeah, no, I like her. I think she's gonna be one of those, one of those sleeper, um, one of those sleeper Hall of Fame nominees that you know kind of 20 30 years down the line they say Naomi and you just go oh yeah she was great wasn't she no, no yeah. she's amazing really enjoy really enjoy seeing her <laughs> um well yeah yeah obviously Jay obviously you think that <laughs> <laughs> Beth Phoenix um lovely surprise one showed it really was you know oh, I was talking to Beth Phoenix in the back um, before the match, and she said that she wanted to go all the way. Um, did she? So yeah, 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 yeah. she oh. did. She said that she was really going to want to give a good showing um, when I talked to her in the back. I'm not surprised by that beforehand. But she is a trooper. Not sure how she got that yeah. in the back of her head, but fucking hell. Fuck me. Um, Edge tweeted after the Royal Rumble that his wife was so fucking hardcore. Um, yeah, right to. Yeah, she she her hair looked like she had dyed a patch of it red, like she had gashed the fuck out of the back of her head. Um, 
she absolutely smashed it for the 23 minutes and five seconds she was in. At one point, we were saying we were expecting that the referee would stop it um, and get her out. And I, of course, turned around to you at that point and said, he's not going to get her out. That means she's in the final four um, because they weren't going to call an audible on it. So there you go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So win for me. Tony Storm followed that. NXT UK, um, 18 minutes, 40 seconds she lasted. Um didn't eliminate anyone sadly um, was eliminated eventually um, like most people in the second half of this rumble by Shayna Baszler um, any thoughts on Tony Storm how's the year going not that well I'm not going to lie <laughs> I mean yeah the year's only just started she should, should become a load of momentum from, from the year before I mean what she's a two time women's UK NXT champion or just NXT champion now because they're taking the women's out of it. Is that right? Is it two? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, phenomenal indie talent that's come into NXT UK. Um, off the momentum mm. of her indie run. Um, took that mm. into NXT UK. And this year she just seems to be a bit... Stalling. Yeah. It's. I, th- I think it's one of those cases that... She she came in at just the wrong time because she had Shayna um, in a mammoth title run, the only person who could possibly have taken that off her, and it'd be believable at that point was Rhea Ripley, um, and I think Tony Storm just got lost in that shuffle, and has never really kind of recovered that. No, and now she's getting booked a bit shit. Mm. That's terminology um, for you right there. Yeah, they say that backstage. I was talking to Tony Storm before the match, and she said exactly that. Um, Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly was next. Kelly Kelly um, was indeed next. Um, Famously had a thing on her face that got chewed off. That was her, right? That was Gillian Hall. Oh. Then, yeah, I don't know what Kelly Kelly ever did. She holler hollered. Oh, did she? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, she Kelly Kelly. I mean, she was never the greatest wrestler. She had the Divas Championship. Hmm. Fucked off. Did other stuff. That's fair. Um, she, so, yeah. She's been back and forth since then, hasn't she? She's done, like, random spots. So, she she became the first female 24-7 champion back at the Royal, Royal, Royal Reunion oh, back yeah. in July. Um and she appeared on the Raw 25 Years Special um, the January before. So my understanding is that if they just need a woman, get a pop, but they don't want to pay any money for it, Kelly Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> she does it for free. She's a character. <laughs> well, <laughs> I doubt. I doubt she does it for like, um, like Mighty Molly money. He's that cash. Exactly. Sarah Logan was next. Um, Kelly Kelly got eliminated in 2 minutes 29 seconds. Sarah Logan was next. She was number 22. She was 70 person to be eliminated. Um, that happened when Charlotte Flair, Flair threw her over the top rope. 28 seconds. She came in to throw down. She came in to punch people in the face. <laughs> she really did, didn't she? Um, it yeah, was unusual to see her. Um... What, really aggressive? 
just at all? Doesn't she usually just follow around <laughs> Shayna Baszler? <laughs> um, no, she doesn't. She oh. was part of the right squad. Oh, she's that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lanky brunette's all I had. Um, oh, she's not even lanky. She's really small. She looks lanky. She does not look lanky. She is quite tiny, to be fair. Oh, okay. Fit her right in your pocket. Probably could. Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> well, was number 23. Um, Beth Phoenix threw her out um, after 14 minutes and 43 seconds. She did not achieve a single elimination. Um, thoughts on Natalia? Probably Any... in there a bit, a bit longer to help Beth Phoenix get through it because she's got a gash in the back of her head. Um, anything in regards to what where she's going? Yeah, no, nowhere. Probably Saudi Arabia. Put that, put that silly, <laughs> silly thing on again. Um, yeah, get another payday. Jai Lee. Ten minutes forty nine seconds. She was number twenty four. She was eliminated twentieth um, by Shayna Baszler. She's going to be one of those talents that are really good, but do nothing. Many people say that she's one of the best wrestler, female wrestlers in the world. I don't doubt them, um, to be honest. Yeah. What else can you say? They're just... Until they she's, the trigger on her, there's not much to say. Yeah, she's just really. losing herself in the shuffle, isn't she? Yeah, pretty much. She's um, the first Chinese women's wrestler to be able to be signed to NXT or in WWE. Hmm. Interesting. Um, after that, of course... We get um, Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. She's a great wrestler. But doesn't yeah. wrestle. <laughs> Ever. That's fair. Um, that was followed by surprise entrant darling of the indies, um, Shotzi Blackheart. <sighs> Thoughts on Shotzi Blackheart? She likes wearing helmets. She does like wearing helmets. Um, she has previously been known as Pizza Cat, Joey Ryan's penis, and once famously sold a picture of her own shit on Twitter for five dollars. <laughs> she still works in NXT. Well done, well done. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Not bad. <laughs> when you've done something like that and to still end up in NXT. Like, yeah. wow. Um, <laughs> seven minutes and 57 seconds there for Shitsy Blackout. Um, <laughs> eliminated by Shayna Baszler. Um, yeah, what else could you say? Carmella. Um, after that, you know, white... Um, <laughs> wiped Corey Graves off her inner thigh um, wandered down to the ring um, to show off her new face I believe she's regenerated now for the ninth time um, using plastic and yeah got thrown over the rope again at 6 minutes and 36 seconds well what can you say about Carmelo Tegan Knox. <laughs> no, no, go on. Like you said it before, you can throw her into any situation and she'll she'll do it. She's yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Um, I I like to ride Carmella. Um, not in the same way Corey Graves does at all. Um, but 
honestly speaking, I think she's just one of those. She's a bit of a journey woman. She can be put into any circumstance. She fits in. She's inoffensive. Um, and, you know, she seemingly holds the um, keys to the fountain of youth in the form of cosmetic surgery. Um, and I'm really glad that she doesn't take big casts anymore. Because that would have fucked it all up for her, I have a feeling. Um, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. God, I'm being really dark tonight, aren't I? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. You don't, you don't Sorry, even know what that means anymore. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I'm really bad at really, really dark anyway. Um, Tegan Knox. What can you say about Tegan Knox, Jay? She's gonna have that few to go to guy and then fall into the shovel. Yeah, that's fair. Um Tegan Knotts she's she's a veteran um of the indie scene. You know, she's done Progress Wrestling um, 2016, Shimmer, What Culture Pro Wrestling, World Wonder Ring Stardom. This is not her year. Um give her another few and I'm sure she'll she'll have a run at some point. Or injured herself. Santina Morella. What a waste of a spot. Um, I think it's telling how shallow their women's um, division actually is at this point. Um, when they've had to do ten of each, um, four, three, four free agents plus a woman who once sold her own poo. Um, sorry, a picture of her own poo. Didn't want to. Didn't want to commit slander there. Um, and wouldn't, wouldn't that be more than forty? Say. Mm, well, it was ten of each, but when you say ten of each, what you actually—that's what they said going into this. But let's oh, count right. this. So, it's actually ten NXT. Does Beth think it's count as NXT? Uh, yes. So actually, eleven NXT. Um, so eleven NXT, three free agents, eight Raw. And seven SmackDown. They are being propped up by NXT for this. Shayna Baszler was number 30. She entered the ring and um, almost won it. She lasted 4 minutes 27 seconds. She was the 29th person to be eliminated by Charlotte Flair. In those 4 minutes and 27 seconds, Shayna Baszler eliminated 8 people. And was also penciled in to win the Royal Rumble. Um, I was expecting it to win. Who got? How did it get changed? Just out of interest. Um, both of them got changed. Apparently, um, I don't know. I think it was like late in the day in the Royal Rumble. I read something somewhere. Ah, uh, so Vince McMahon had one of his famous turns. Probably. Um, hmm. but yeah, Shayna Baszler was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. Hmm. Interesting. Um, hmm. Which would then put Shayna Baszler into what was called the main roster, but on Raw. Hmm. That is that is quite interesting. Um, on the back of this, um, it is rumored that on Wednesday Charlotte Flair will appear on NXT um, in order to challenge Rhea Ripley. 
Okay. Um, that is the actual rumour she is scheduled to be at the Performance Centre on Wednesday. Um, flights are already there. She is scheduled to go there. That is what it is thought she is going to be doing there. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because that was something that you said you'd like to see but would never happen. Yeah, it was. It's <laughs> happening. So, mm. yeah, no. It's hopefully happening. Hopefully happening. Probably should be a great match. Interference, but it should be a really good match, mm. actually. So you've got the best of NXT probably right now. Versus the best of NXT then. I think that'll bring, bring a lot of eyes to the product. Um, if it is indeed what's going to happen, um, I would certainly, I will certainly be tuning in to find out. Um, so, yeah, what more can I say? Shall we move forward? Because that was a really long way to do this format, and I'm regretting it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Bailey. Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah, yeah. Bailey. Lacey Evans. Nine minutes twenty seconds. Any thoughts? No, because I barely watched the match. I went for a cigarette and I went to the toilet. Yeah, um, pretty much like every fan there, this match was dead. Um, it was dead on arrival. Lacey Evans um, was um, trying to pull off a face thing. Um, they haven't done enough to build that position for her. As a result, when they showed her um, seven-year-old daughter um, in order to garner sympathy... <sighs> I've done that before... Didn't they work. Have to build in a, quite a lot. Quite a lot, to be fair, to be a face. I think um, for the type of casual audience that will go to the Royal Rumble, I think it may have been a mistake to try and cement that here. Um, because people knew who Bailey was. I'm not pretty I'm not sure that everybody at Minute Maid Park knew who um knew who Lacey Evans was or knew that she was now a face. I don't think you know who she is. <laughs> um, what Lacey Evans yeah yeah she's the mother of Marco Stunt let's move on <laughs> <laughs> The Fiend Bray Wyatt Universal Champion um, versus Daniel Bryan 17 minutes 35 seconds what are your thoughts on this one it was a strap uh, match really enjoyed it yeah I thought it was fucking amazing people have been um, Tearing this pot, this match apart, I'm like, what is everyone's problem? Yeah, I I'm kind of in a similar position. I I really enjoy it. Like, I think it's got this whole event seems to have had mixed reviews. Um, like some people have really dug this match, some people have not. Um, personally, I love the fact that there was no red. Um, for the start, I was actually missing it for a brief period, um, but then I got really into the match. Um, Daniel Bryan, his ability to emote in the ring and to sell a match like this was fully on display. Um, and there was quite a few hope spots that were very believable. Um, however, the Bray, Bray Wyatt did finish this match. The finish was a little bit non-WWE. It was just a, right, it's time to end now. The Fiend has kicked into higher gear. Um, very yeah, King's Road. I mean, he was selling, which I found quite surprising which means mm. he's not oppervious to pain, as we all thought. Um, so he can be hurt. Um, mm. But yeah. Th- but then he did switch into that gear where he couldn't be hurt, and then he just completely flattened Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and I think what you're seeing here is kind of a... This seems to be a bit of a mix of King's Road and a strong style that he's going for. Um, 
at least in how he receives these bumps in that he powers up as he goes and the fiend's fighting spirit as it were kind of reaches a tipping point where he is impervious it's almost like he is a 17 minute Kurobushi in that sense um would you say that's fair in how he's at least learning how to sell because i mean um i would i would say that's fair um yeah he's, uh, yeah. he's throwing himself up i guess like he's got a fucking meter on a computer game yeah, I, I think that's exactly what you're looking at, and it is, I think it's a fairly easy way to structure a match. It makes sense. Um, it's very slasher movie esque. Um, the biggest problem that you have with someone like the Fiend is that he doesn't sell, and you've got to kind of train your audience when he will sell um, to believe it. Now that he's taken, you know, now that <laughs> now that fucking Seth Rollins has done Pilates on his fucking face. Um, for six minutes and he survived so yeah uh, any thoughts about this one um, the, for me. I would say it's up there for me I would say probably this and the other one they beat the crap out of each other really really good mm. um, Daniel Bryan looked fucked by it he looked, his body looked absolutely thrashed by it um, the only problem with the fiend when he's the champion is that the only way is down um, I hope this isn't his peak but if he is to be defeated at Wrestlemania then this will be his peak and that would be a shame yes <laughs> sorry I didn't catch Back that it. And I, I just said that if he were, if he is to be beaten at WrestleMania, then this will be his peak, and that will be a shame. Um, Becky Lynch, Asuka, with Kyrie Sane. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get into who is penciled in to face the Fiend. Oh, who do you reckon? Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns versus the Fiend. Yeah, anyone but Roman. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, that's what I've read. Obviously, it could change at any time, but that's that's where that's meant to be heading. If it's meant to go there, the Fiend needs to win. Well, yeah, Roman Reigns will bury his character. He could. It is a case of anyone but Roman. You could salvage the Fiend losing to anyone but Roman. That's the irony of it. It's a very it doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. Going to I hope that doesn't happen. We have kept um, him away from the title since he's, he's coming back um, from his leukemia. Mm-hmm. Um, which apparently was Roman Reigns' choice, apparently, not to be in the yeah. title picture. So, mm. see where that goes. At some point, Vince is going to want a receipt for that, isn't he? Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if. I mean, considering how quickly the Fienders rose to prominence, remembering that we didn't even know anything about this character um, nine months ago, and he is now an established champion, um, having had less than six or seven televised matches. Yeah. Um, a, a loss to Roman of all people could ruin him. Um, I hope that is not the case. Um, Me too, Rich. Me too. Becky Lynch, Asuka, Kairi Sane. Um, 
as an accompaniment. Um, singles match, Raw Women's Championship, 16 minutes, 25 seconds. Thoughts? With Oscar. Yeah. yeah. So, Becky Lynch, Asuka, with Kari Sane. Oh, yeah, missed that. Clearly. Yeah, um, obviously. Fantastic match. <laughs> yeah. Fucking amazing. Um, another match for the weekend, I guess. They completely yeah. fucking stole it, I guess. Maybe that was better than Daniel Bryan versus Fiend. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe the fact that, you know, the Fiend and Daniel Bryan are such great characters um, kind of tips it that way. But uh, as an actual match, it was a fucking banger, wasn't it? It was. It topped the um, last Royal Rumble match. And that was pretty decent, to be fair. Uh, there was no botches in this one. Yay for everyone. Um... <laughs> Well, I don't know about no bushes. <laughs> um, there was that weird moment with the pin. Um, but they moved on from it, so that's fine. And the, the ending, the storytelling of the miss was pretty spot on. Hmm. Yeah. Um, um, with Lynch kicked um, Oscar in the stomach. She went back, the miss went into her face, into her eyes. And, mm. yeah. That was pretty much the end of that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think... See, the big problem was was that... Um, so she... Asuka hits Lynch with a very stiff-looking kick to the jaw, um, then goes for the pin. Um, the ref is about to call off the match um, rather than counting the pin. Lynch literally stopped him from doing so. Then there's a two-count. That really fucked me up. Um, but other than that, they moved on from it. Um, fired up um, for the final stretch, and then there was that missed spot at the end. I thought that was pretty damn good. I thoroughly enjoyed that spot, Rich. It was fantastic. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was very good. They just need to make sure they don't overuse that spot with Asuka moving forward. Yeah. No, it, it told a story for their story. Mm. Very much so. As they, they obviously... Becky Lynch got missed right in the eyes and they actually showed pouring the water in it to actually get her out of her eyes. That was mm. a good, good camera work. And yeah. Just good um, spot in general on Raw. Yeah, yeah, I was quite pleased with that. Um, right then, Men's Royal Rumble. Men's Royal Rumble. I'm going to have to fly through this, I think. Um, okay. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, he was in first. Smashed it, really. Yeah, the guy needs, needs to be put over. The guy needs to look strong. It made sense for thirteen people. <laughs> thirteen people. Yeah, it was it exactly thirteen? Yep, that ties in with Braun Strowman. Um, Elias was the first to fall. Um, he lasted, lamb. indeed, the sacrificial lamb. Really nice nod and wink to the audience there. We all knew it was coming. It was fine. Um, he did all right. Um, he lasted a minute. Um, it was all right. Bit of business that. Um, Eric Rowan followed it. Um, eliminated in eight seconds. Um, yeah, I, I think that was a bit of a mistake getting him eliminated so fast. Um, having him do this gimmick with the fucking cage, um, jobbing out Matt Hardy to him in his fucking cage, only for him to get eliminated quicker than any other person in either Royal Rumble. Yeah, Ridiculous. Um, Robert Roode followed that, lasted 41 seconds. Um, mm, 
I know you. This probably hurt you more than it hurt me. Yeah, I know. I think he's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Guy deserves so much better than he's getting. Probably shouldn't have done a wellness thing and got you know. Suspended. Wellness violation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Days, which was never really, never really said what you did, but. It just happens sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. He is Canadian, though. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Speaking of deserving better. John Morrison. Oh no, he's fine getting for a nine two seconds. He didn't do better. <laughs> Why make such a big thing of him coming back to, to just yeah. throw him out after nine seconds? I mean, ridiculous. That that is that is just WWE booking all over. Um, so, Kofi Kingston appeared with some inexplicably blonde hair. This was fairly logical, um, as I assume he had dyed his hair, um, hoping that Brock would not recognise him. Um, <laughs> I think the music it, gave it away. <laughs> probably did. <laughs> Five minutes, six seconds is how long he lasted, so he did quite well. Um, I quite liked that they were going through kind of Brock's you know, Brock's some of Brock's feuds from the previous year. Yeah. I I thought that was good. Followed it up with Rey Mysterio. Um do you think any of these guys that I mentioned so far have any kind of plan going into Mania at this stage? Uh New Day, I would say tag team, Rey Mysterio, possibly a ladder match for the US t- championship. Against his son, yeah? Yeah, just against his son. Cool. I don't think they'll um, trigger on that storyline for WrestleMania. I don't think they'll do that at all. But I don't think they will. They seem to have shied away from it. Yeah. They seem to have shied away from it since um, that ridiculous spot with the towel, which means that they got his son involved in that entire bollocks just to take a shot at AEW. Redonkulous. Um, Big E came in after this. Everyone was kind of, ooh, there's going to be there's going to a hill turn for Big E. Didn't happen. Um, no. 53 seconds thrown out. Um was a shame could have done better um, Cesaro In 18 hand. seconds yeah <laughs> um, Sh- Shelton Benjamin um, this was I felt that this was this was kind of cool there was the OVW reference um, with the two of them hugging um, and then um, Brock Lesnar throwing him out and laughing um, there was also as a result of this a bit of an element to Shelton X Benjamin over in New Japan Pro Wrestling during Brock's reign um, fairly fairly interesting piece of business there um, and that led to me making my first accurate prediction of the night which was of course Shinsuke Nakamura um, being number 11 um, did that surprise you? what Shinsuke? that I knew it was Shinsuke oh yeah I know it did yeah yeah, no, I was quite proud of that. Um, it was literally because, yeah, if they're doing Shelton Benjamin, they may as well do Shinsuke Nakamura um, for the Japanese viewers, um, which also kind of made sense in regards to MVP being the next person to come down the aisle as well, um, as he had a he had a run at one point, um, I believe, um, in Japan um, for a period. Um, that was 2011 to 2013. So it was basically Brock Lesnar just doing all of his hits um, for a global audience. Um, Keith Lee. Now that was exciting. Um, he came in at number 13. What do you feel about Keith Lee? Uh, it deserves a little bit better. 
he did, didn't he? That he gets. And he's yeah. well over. And... Do you think this was maybe a testing ground? Like, maybe they were kind of like, oh, well, Survivor Series, we built up to it, but let's let's see if he can really get that kind of reaction. Yeah, I agree with that. They, they do a lot of this in Royal matches. They see who gets reaction, mm. who doesn't get a reaction, mm. who should get pushed and who shouldn't. And it's clear that they don't listen sometimes. And also, Keefe should get pushed. <laughs> Yeah, Keith Lee should indeed be pushed um, as a result of his reaction. He is the first of he is the first of two NXT alumni to enter the match. Um, between the two of them, they managed to last a grand total of four minutes and twenty three seconds. Um, Braun Strowman <laughs> was next the previous record holder for most eliminations he did not eliminate anybody in fact the only person who uh, had eliminated anybody up to Braun Strowman was indeed Brock Lesnar um, who had eliminated everyone up until this point Ricochet um, was next 3 minutes and 9 seconds he lasted um, and he was eliminated by number 16 here we go Drew McIntyre, yes. Um, thoughts on this whole exchange? Drew McIntyre eliminated Brock Lesnar shortly after arriving, um, after a low blow from Ricochet, making headlines um, in the process. Thoughts on Drew McIntyre? Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy's as big as Brock. He's definitely... I was surprised well. seeing them next to each other, actually. Um, I, I didn't expect him to be as tall as Brock. Um, but he is, uh, yeah. That's the that's the thing, isn't it? The wideness as well. I was very much surprised, um, but no, you, you're entirely right. Um, he's definitely yeah. performing himself, hasn't he? Since he's been away, it, it's one hell of a story, isn't it? Been winning in um, all over the shop. He was Impact mm. champion, NXT champion. Changed everything about himself. Main roster pretty soon. To be fair, he's had a bit mm. of a slow burner, but. It seems to be pulling the trigger, mm. which you know we'll get to that at the end. This is um, where the match beyond starts. In that the Royal Rumble starts proper. Now that we've got this, um, what do you think about this whole two a, a Rumble of two halves thing? How this was structured? Um, how did you feel that went? I think it worked quite well. I, I did as well. It was like who is going to eliminate Brock Lesnar because it has to happen. If it doesn't happen, it's going to be the worst Royal Rumble in history. Yeah. Um, and it happened nearly halfway through, so we then get mm. all the real contenders, if you like. Yeah, um, and it kind of did clear the wheat from the chaff quite nicely, um, without feeling too insulting to either, because you know you can see it, everything that's happening in the ring as well. It made sense as a story from a story perspective. I mean, granted, the, it was mechanically dull the first kind of half of this, but the the premise was so fucking interesting. That it was kind of like I was I was willing to stick. Um, the Miz followed this, eliminated in thirty seconds by Drew McIntyre. Um, was followed by AJ Styles coming down the aisle. Um, he lasted seven minutes forty nine seconds. A bit of a poor showing for Styles, but then I think his his career is on a bit of a on a bit of a slow burn, giving other people a chance at the moment, which is fine. Um, yeah, thoughts on AJ Styles, Jay? Well, AJ Styles, um, he's one of my favourite wrestlers of all time, if not my favourite. Okay. Um, 
would like to see him win a rob at some point. But you know, separated shoulders gonna gonna do that to you. Of course, of course, I think we'll get to that very shortly. Um, Dolph Ziggler appeared. Um, That's good. That was at number nineteen. Um, the funny thing about this is I could not even remember who was in the Royal Rumble till I read that statement. Um, Carl Anson, Carl Anderson, sorry, um, followed that. Um, he, he was number twenty. Um, Randy Orton would later eliminate him. Um, yeah, not much to say about Carl Anderson, really, is there? He's happy to be there, you know. Yeah, um, the ring's filling up at this point. You've got um, two in one corner, two in the other. Um, Drew McIntyre kind of swaying between them. This point, I thought it was the perfect time to say, now's the time for your nostalgia pop, um, just as the buzzer was counting down, and what should happen. But former WWE champion Edge, um, his music hits, um, the internet shits its pants and does not sell pictures of it for five dollars like Shotzi Blackheart when it does it. <laughs> that was good. As a res- it was good yeah. to see Edge. Yeah. Liked. It was so well done. Um it was really well put together. The you think you know me and then just silence so that everyone could drink in that reaction for five seconds before they actually played Edge's theme. Um Really well delivered. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. <sighs> Some people think that people who who leave WWE should just stay away and never come back. But if there's a talent that you're going to say needs to come back and do it his way, definitely Edge. Yeah, um, of course, uh, there have been rumours that have circulated since Edge entered the Royal Rumble. I think it would be better to kind of move those till the end if we can continue with this format. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, let's leave the rumours to laughter um, and go on from there. Um, King Corbin followed this. Um, he lasted four minutes, six seconds, was eliminated by Drew McIntyre. He eliminated one other person. Um, don't know who that was. Um, somebody. Yeah. Oh, oh. He eliminated... Matt Riddle, who was number 23. Right. There we go. Matt Riddle lasted 41 seconds. Um, that, Matt Riddle, come on. That's bad, isn't it? Well, yeah. But we're doing rumours after, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, Luke Gallagher. Oh, one thing to mention, of course, separated shoulder. Um, Edge's first spear... Sadly, the cameras didn't pick that up because Kevin Dunn was cutting to the, the one crowd. Asian person in the crowd who was who who they'd been focusing on all night. Um, I don't know why they were doing that. Fucking ridiculous. Um, the second spear was caught. That was where AJ Styles tried to take a spear with an inside-out bump. Probably would have worked, but instead um, he landed on his shoulder and separated it. Yeah. Apparently he's going to be out till Mania, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's gutting. That is really gutting. How do you build that? That means he's going to have to build to an exhibition-style match, which is fine. I'm sure they'll have a returning legend who's willing to pick up that paycheck. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure that returning legend will be either The Undertaker or Triple H. 
Yeah, um, moving on, Luke Gallows appears. Um, last two he, minutes. He, he was there for a second. Yeah, lasted two minutes. <laughs> which, yeah, um, he was very happy to be there. Picked up his paycheck. Randy Orton appeared um, at 25. We had a bit of a rated RKO reunion. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, he, to be fair, Randy Orton was in performance mode rather than let's 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 just drag myself away from catering to do that wrestling thing that I sometimes do. Sometimes I get paid for it. Well, I always get paid for it. Doesn't mean I wrestle though. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So he t- managed to tear away from shitting in bags. Um, maybe even Shotzi Blackheart's bag. Um, she would like that. She probably, would. well, she would have photographed she, it and sold, sold it on the internet, mate. She could have found um, out who shit it was first, but she yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, for it this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I really don't, I really don't like, don't like, you know, making people's past mistakes haunt them. Like, but that is a bit excessive. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a difference, isn't there, between like say that and Ricochet fingering himself um, on video, and that kind of leaking. Like this was actually, honest to God. Good morning, Twitter. Here's a picture of my morning dump. Um, of pretty much the exact words. Um, anyone who pays me money, I'll remove the censored bar that I put across it. <laughs> Yeah. Those indies are desperate. Um, Roman Reigns for SmackDown. He was the last SmackDown entrant, um, and one of only two SmackDown entrants after number twenty. As most of the SmackDown roster were ran through at the start. Um, Thoughts on Roman Reigns? I don't dislike seeing him on TV anymore, so I think that's a plus. Yeah, um, I don't want him crammed down my throat anytime soon. Um, anytime soon. I hope you're listening, Vince. Um, he definitely is. <laughs> These guys are geniuses. Um, Kevin Owens collectively made everybody go, "Oh yeah, Kevin Owens!" Yeah. Um, when he appeared at number twenty-seven, <laughs> um, that was kind of cool. Um, I was very pleased to see him there all of a sudden I had to no I didn't revise my final four I knew the final four were at this point Um, it was fairly obvious Um, Kevin Owens did his thing yeah did did all that thing yeah Um, did some pop up powerbomb thing into stunner you know yeah got a good seven minutes out of it Um, he was eliminated by Seth Rollins Akam and Razor Um, Alistair Black he appeared at number 28. He would have been a great winner. Yes, he would have been. He was in a great spot for it as well. Mm. But it's um, not going to happen, is it? Yeah, well, exactly. Um, traditionally, of course, the 28 spot has the most wins. Um, I was hoping for it, but doesn't always happen that way. Um, Samoa Joe was number 29. Um yeah. And then we get the after circle versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Alistair Black. Kind yeah, of. pretty much. Um, when Seth Rollins makes us all go collectively, ah, oh, yeah. 
at number 30. Oh, yeah. Here it's comes Kevin at Seth Rollins. I was like, who hasn't appeared their face yet? Seth Rollins. <laughs> and you just, you heard me groan, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> yep. He's um, a good guy. He, he's <sighs> awesome. He's not overexposed at all at this point. Christ, Belland. Yeah, well, I mean, no, no, no. It was. Well, he kind of made himself it, a heel on Twitter before they made him a heel. So. It would have been very smart to make him a heel about six months before they made him a heel. Yeah. Um, instead, it was just logical by the time they actually did it. Um, our final four um, at that point then, Randy Orton, Edge, Roman Reigns, and of course, Drew McIntyre. Um, what do you think to all this? The story overall. The well, story overall. Um, I mean, the story overall. You had people who have had feuds. Yeah. Prolonging logical feuds within the Royal Rumble, which is how it should be done. Yeah, logical, consistent ABC Royal Rumble booking. Um, it's fair that they would do that in the second half of the Royal Rumble, just to remind themselves that they could. Um, the first half was very different from any Royal Rumble we've seen in a long time. Um, but the second half, it's quite clear somebody said, I've got an idea, maybe we should use this match like it was fucking designed to be used. <laughs> and like it was consistently booked for the preceding 20 years of its reign before it all started fucking up about 2009. Um, they really did get that shit right. Um, of course, Randy Orton would go on to eliminate Edge. Um, Edge. Um, no, sorry. Um, Edge would. Edge would eliminate Randy Orton. Indeed, uh, making Randy Orton the twenty seventh person to be eliminated. Um, Edge would be eliminated by Roman Reigns, um, managing to get Roman Reigns' first chorus of boos since he yelled, I'm all clear, y'all. Um, bad call, WWE. It probably should have done that the other way around. Um, but, you know, whatever. You live and learn, don't you? Maybe if the face does heal things, then people will still cheer him. Fucking idiots. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how do I book things? Ooh, that's that's my WWE booker voice. Homer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that as I was doing it. Actually, um, Roman Reigns was the last person to be eliminated. He was eliminated by Drew McIntyre, of course. Um, to the collective sigh of relief of most of the internet. Um, if we can just manage to get through Elimination Chamber without his hand being raised, we will be happy at this stage. Um, well, we will see. And also, Roman Reigns was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. But obviously having a Raw guy, picking a Raw guy, means that the SmackDown title is freed up and can, anything can happen there. Mm, um, I think after last year and the success that they had with Kofi Kingston um, and how marketable that was, um, I think they are better keeping um, picking Brock's opponent at the Royal Rumble to start selling those tickets. Mm. But obviously, um, 
doing the other thing and and letting kind of the, the champion be a bit more organic. It gives them a kind of second way of adding to that main event picture kind of later down the line. Um, I am hoping... Where do you think we're going with this? So, I mean, obviously Drew McIntyre has already picked Brock Lesnar. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday the 28th of January 2020. Um, so Monday Night Raw last night, Drew McIntyre stated his intent. Um, do you think we're actually getting Drew McIntyre versus um, Brock Lesnar? Or do you reckon we're going to get kind of a bit of a swerve when Seth Rollins is like, oh, well, actually, I should have, I should be in the match because I'm Seth Rollins? Or I challenge you to a match for your your number one contendership or whatever. Which will probably happen and hopefully yeah. he loses. Uh, and it is Drew McIntyre going to WrestleMania because the guy clearly deserves it. Guy's putting a lot of work. So. Mm. I think I think they've got the opportunity here. They've got the opportunity to organically grow their own Brock at this stage. And he can finally fulfil his chosen one nickname. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, the guy is 34 years old. Um, he is in better shape than nearly all of the roster at this stage. He has a storied career already. Um, it is a beautiful kind of rags to riches kind of story as well um especially considering they've got they've got all of that stuff up until 2014 to work with um then also the story of him traveling around the world to season himself um coming back to wwe and rising from nxt champion all the way up to winning the royal rumble three years later for the whole kind of wwe is the land of opportunity anything can happen narrative this this seems like a no brainer to me. This is it. This is where you pull the trigger, and this is. Paul Heyman has the influence to do that. So let's hope he makes the right choice as well. Yeah, um, they do need to pull the trigger on this. I mean, I don't know. I think that this is the kind of decision that shouldn't be handled by Paul Heyman because really, what's going to make more money for him? Um, you know, being on both a performer and a and a kind of booker salary is probably going to be better for him. Um, not to mention the amount of appearances, he, public appearances he gets to make as Brock Lesnar's agent um, outside of the WWE sphere. Yeah. But no, I, I think that's the logical thing to do. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. Um, pretty much everybody, including even Technology Blog, CNET have rated this above four stars um, I would give it a four four, 4.6 for Royal Rumbles I would say that it's one of my top 10 Royal Rumbles of all time for matches 4.5 nice um, any other thoughts on the Royal Rumble before we go, go into Fallout um, no actually um, before Fallout we need to have a break as well yeah, I could do with a I could do with a break. Cool. Cool. Um we will be back very shortly. We're back. Um just gonna tie up some loose ends. Um and then we will be back next week with one of our usual shows. We'll sum up AEW and other stuff. Same time, same place, that's Wednesday. 
at 7am. You can find us on anchor.fm forward slash jfabe. Um, we're also available on YouTube. I am on Twitter at not a time juke. Um, J is at I am not a robot. Robot is spelt with zeros. And of course, not if there's. Yeah. Um, if that all gets too confusing, you can always see because at jfabe podcast that is j-f-a-b-e um if it's jfabe it's probably us um moving on then so on the back of the royal rumble um edge it is rumored um and apparently according to talksport.com um alex mccarthy um has stated that it is fact Edge is with the company for three years at this stage. Um, details of the money um, and the actual terms and conditions of this contract um, have been published at this stage, um, alleged details at least. Um, are you aware of these numbers, or would you like me to run through them, see what your reactions are? Um, I am not aware of the numbers. Cool. Um, so Edge's deal um, it is believed to be for three years at $3 million per year. Wow, I knew it was three years, but I didn't realise getting that much money, but yeah. Um, the 11-time world champion will get paid in full as long as he competes at least three times in a year. Um, the dates Edge has committed to at the moment are five matches, one being the Royal Rumble. He took part in um, four other matches throughout this year. Um, on top of that, he is scheduled to make 25 appearances per year. Um, it is also rumoured that he spoke to AEW beforehand and Vince McMahon is rumoured to have responded to news that he was in talks with AEW um, when Edge rang him and told him with no if you're coming back to wrestle you are coming back to work for us Um, which is possibly how he's managed to get um, such a lucrative contract um, for so few dates Um, pretty much puts him equivalent to what is understood to be Chris Jericho's wage um, over at AEW um, thoughts well I mean he doesn't have to wrestle much he's only got to be talking or getting his head mm. smashed in with a chair um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, to make that money mm. so yeah like, definitely killing it for his, for his possibly his last yeah. run um, is it worth it I mean if he's been clear to wrestle then yeah. I guess it is I guess he, he wants to do this I mean, I, I, I'm saying worth it, worth worth it to both um, him and WWE. I think it is a good move on both parts. Oh, yeah. It it makes him a much more marketable commodity um, in the legacy pers- from a legacy perspective. I think um, special attraction. Yeah, um, he's definitely a special attraction at this stage. I'm excited to see him back. Um, interesting little fact: um, Are you aware of what the age difference is between him and Chris Jericho? I'm going to say. About eight years. <laughs> what, well, eight years younger on Edge's side, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That would be the logical thought, but in fact, he is only two years younger than Chris Jericho, and he has really? a body like that. What does that say to you? <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho needs to work out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bit more, yeah. Um, so... Other than that, there was rumours that there had been an altercation between Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, for many years, has, of course, 
been um, having saying that he wants to retire Brock Lesnar. Um, they were backstage together for the first time in a long time um, during the Royal Rumble, and there was apparently an altercation. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this before we go into what the altercation was? Um, quite funny, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been talking a lot of shit about Brock Lesnar for uh, many years. Of course. And his career and retire him. So it's quite mm. funny to think about it. So, according to a WWE official, um, Lesnar, an unnamed WWE official, um, but this is taught sports, fairly, fairly reliable. Um, Lesnar is said to have approached Riddle backstage, grabbed his shoulder to get his attention. Lesnar said, Kid, you might as well stop saying my name, name and tagging me and shit because you and I will never work together ever. Um, Riddle is said to have tried talking to Brock when they first encountered but didn't really have a chance to Lesnar said what he had to say and kept it moving Riddle was his usual cool composed self during the exchange <laughs> that's a that's a very right. nice way of saying it Yeah, <laughs> tensions never rose especially high um, Lesnar may not appreciate someone keeping his name in their mouth um, but one thing um, has he has been proven to appreciate is money, um, and there is no doubt at this point that Brock Lesnar and Matt Riddle match would be of great interest to a lot of fans. That is Alex McCarthy again of Talksport. Um, Matt Riddle would then later go to onto Twitter and state, "This is a pick from this year's 2020 Royal Rumble." As you can tell by my face, everything went according to plan. Hashtag sarcasm. Hashtag bro. Um, and there is a picture of him looking fairly stoically at the camera with a little hint of a... Some might say. <laughs> yes. Um, what do you think? Is this... Is this are, we, are, are we being worked? Where are we with this? No, not being worked. That's just Brock telling him to fuck off, basically. Yeah, I, th- I don't think um, he's big enough um, at the moment to for Brock to see the money in this exchange. Give him a few years and the story may very well be very different and the relationship may very well be different um, as a result. Um, very much like um, the Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg situation um, from many years past. Um, only other thing that I feel the need to really mention here, uh, WWE Creative found out on Monday afternoon that Andrade was to be suspended for 30 years due to his first violation of the WWE wellness policy. That suspension begins today, um, the day of recording, January the 28th, 2020. Um, WWE creative were not told of the suspension until Monday afternoon. As noted um, in the pro wrestling sheet, Andrade reportedly learned that he will be suspended on Monday morning. Um, He's keeping his belt though. Yeah. I'm not dropping that. Paul Heyman said he's going to keep it. He's he's pulled for that. Hmm. That's that's fair. I I think he has a lot of promise. I don't see this being a being a career ender for him. No, no. He'll still come back and he'll still be on his push. Nothing's going to happen to him. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be one of those situations where he is punished. Um, I can just see it as being a kind of thing where they have to do what they have to do no idea what it was that caused it interesting um but nice little footnote to the weekend well not a nice little footnote but a footnote to the weekend i guess (laughs) um yeah that's that's pretty much it in regards to the big stories coming out of 
Royal Rumble um, other than the post Royal Rumble Monday Night Raw ratings not that much of a surprise to be honest um, in regards to that Go on. spoke about it's going to be Randy Orton versus Edge at WrestleMania. Oh, of course. Um, Randy Orton um, RKO'd Edge um, onto a chair. It's not been uh, announced yet, but obviously that's where it's going. Yeah, it's clearly where it's going, isn't it? Um, I, c- I, could, I could tune into that. I reckon they'll work well together. It'd be good to see Randy Orton in a match that I care about. Um, so that's I mean, always a plus. off between Edge and AJ Styles within the room would suggest it would, would have been them. Mm. But with a separated shoulder separated shoulder yeah save it for another time you've got five matches this year to do that AJ at SummerSlam blowout at Survivor Series maybe a bit of work at Night of Champions or in one of the one of the Saudi shows job done Um, Saudi Arabia um, is of course happening that is Super Showdown um, late February Yeah, well, I, I don't think there's much to say about that. I believe it's, um, I believe it's going to be the 28th of February. Um, there, may it's, there may be sting. It's a week. Um, it's ten days before um, WWE's following pay per view. That concerns me. That's what it is. We'll see what and that pretty much pulls an end to the show. Um, want to thank everybody for our listening. We are available at Not a Time Duke on Twitter. That is me um, at JFade Podcast, and on Twitter that is the JFade Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that if you want to get involved. Um, hear all of the things that are going on, and of course, um, Jay is available at I Am Not a Robot. The O's are zeros, just to make things nice and easy. Want to do a quick shout out to um, Mitch? He's he's always there. He's a bit of a stalwart. Love him. Um, we will be back next week with one of our regular shows. We'll catch up with AEW. We will catch up with NXT. We will do our regular Where the Fuck Is Taz, um, which this week sadly we did not have time for. Um, hope you guys have an absolutely banging week um, hope you enjoyed our Royal Rumble special please subscribe and rate on Google Podcasts Anchor Apple Podcasts pretty much anywhere anywhere that this is available um, love it when you guys get in contact see you guys later <laughs>